0: I love it. You know, it's,
1: wait, where do I go? Where do I go? Come on, (laughs) man.
0: Come on, man.
1: Come on, man.
0: It's just, (laughs) I don't know. This is the, you know, (laughs) someone pointed out that it's a, that it's a better political slogan than make America great again. And I think if you put if you put Biden and Trump up on a debate stage and Trump was like, Make America great again, he would be totally disarmed by Biden just going, come on, man. Come
1: on, man. How
0: do you how do you how do you
1: come back from
0: that is the thing. Yeah.
1: <laughs> anyway um, <laughs> Let's get into the show here. We the top, anyway, the top of the show it's
0: fall, as we've discussed, although the thing here is that it's it's looking like fall, the leaves are turning, but it's back up to 80-some degrees, so it doesn't feel like fall. And, so you say um,
1: fall. Now, this is something that's uh, that autumn. I recently had brought to my attention. Um, do you... So I uh, people say autumn, apparently. Um,
0: oh, that's weird. I don't like that. Uh,
1: you know what I
0: have to say in response to that? Come on, man.
1: <laughs> um yeah so you it's fall you're out you you're you're at the apple orchards you're getting cider donuts
0: yeah for you Uh uh-huh for me Uh
1: uh-huh oh thank you
0: yeah yeah you know have some cider enjoy
1: clap for that you stupid (laughs) (laughs) but you also have caramel Uh, apples
0: yeah. Um, so so you know, you, you purchase a caramel apple from like an orchard. It's usually quite fresh and things like that. But you can purchase caramel apples in the store. And the brand one of the one of the brands the brand that I see most commonly of a prepackaged caramel apple is and I'm not making this up. This is the name Affy Tapple. Yeah. Um Here's the Where here's the that? problem with the. <laughs>
1: I've used that here's one a the while. here's the
0: problem with the Affy Apple caramel apples is you can get one that's covered in 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 um caramel and peanuts and that one's fine but if it's just covered in caramel they see fit to to put the caramel apple into like a cupcake cup you know the little paper cups yeah but the problem with that is the caramel then sticks to the cup rather than the apple so you go to pull the apple out and the caramel just sort of stays like, in the cup I feel
1: like also the moment you take that out of the package. It becomes like a lint roller, but for the air. And it's just going to collect every little piece of dust or or like dead skin cells floating through the air. And I don't know. Yeah. So,
0: hmm. so, so what happens is you pull the, you pull the caramel apple out. Now you have a caramel apple where half of the caramel is off of the apple. Right. And it's stuck in the cupcake cup and there's no way to get it out because there's a paper cup, right? So like, even if you try to like get a spoon into it or whatever, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Their suggestion to this is that you put it in the fridge. Um, but that doesn't, in my experience, change anything that doesn't change the adhesion of the caramel to the cupcake cup. So my, my, uh, uh, what I adjure these companies to is to stop doing this the way I see other companies do it. That seems to do well or other, other Apple places is that they just put the caramel apple in like a plastic bag because the plastic doesn't seem to stick to the caramel very well or just like change the formulation of your caramel. So it's not as sticky or whatever. I don't know. This doesn't seem that hard.
1: <laughs> Important thoughts important this is, thoughts this is what happens when well, you're this is an engineer i went and got a caramel apple, just I you just, walk, you I just was... walk through the grocery store going like oh man <laughs>
0: well i i bought one of these and then i went to eat it and i was just thoroughly disappointed because like half the caramel was out the window they also they also put the 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 little stick that goes through the caramel Apple normally you put that like down the core right that naturally makes right. sense that's it's in it's parallel to the core or ideally in line uh, I don't know they must have some machine doing this because it was just like totally sideways
1: yes yeah I don't I don't know I, I I've never you know what I've never bought a a a caramel apple at a store. I've only ever, I I've only had an, a caramel apple once and it was from the mall. Okay.
0: Yeah. It was
1: that the, what's it's like a, the Rocky mountain, uh, caramel caramel apple. Oh, company yeah, Rocky Mountain Chocolate
0: Factory or chocolate whatever it's Factory, called. Yeah. yeah, one of those things. Mm-hmm.
1: it was like mostly chocolate. I don't even know if there was caramel. So I, I probably never. See experienced- now that. Mm, okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can. Here's the thing. You can definitely
0: put chocolate on an apple, but don't call it a caramel apple if you're doing that. That's just
1: there's. When I think of it, I only think of candy apples, and when I see a candy apple, I'm not yeah. sure how that that's how people the, eat that with their teeth. That
0: seems to be yeah. I have definitely saw so like the Affy Apple selection at my local store is a plain caramel apple, a caramel apple with nuts, and then like a candy apple with sprinkles on it, which just seems like way too much. Ugh. Yeah, it's yeah, way yeah. too much sugar. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, we don't. Yeah, anyway,
1: that's way too much sugar. <laughs> Uh, for you, <laughs> Andrew, you also got new sheets. I want to. I did move.
0: get. I did we- get new sheets. We started talking about this <laughs> after the show yesterday, and then you said to uh, save it for the show. Um because I purchased a pair of uh, well, a, not a pair a set of of podcast sheets from one of the podcasts advertising sheet companies. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna say which because they're not paying us, but um they're, uh, they're they're better than I expected. they're very silky, they're very soft. I feel luxurious when I go to bed now, which is uh, uh, frankly nice I should feeling. I should feel like that. yeah, it's my right as an American <laughs> yeah. um. So it's it's good. Um, I, the thing is, the sheets were kind of expensive, um which probably is to partially as a result of them having to pay for podcast advertisements. But um yes, yes, I'm coming around to the thought that sheets are one of those things where you get what you pay for where if you're paying like twenty dollars for a set of sheets, it's not gonna be very soft. It's gonna be itchy. Um, yeah, and all that. So you know, worth worth looking for it. I know the wire cutter. Um, recommends LL Bean brand sheets that are like a hundred and eighty dollars or something, which is, you know, not cheap. So, the, the, I don't know. Did we
1: ever establish with the LL is? It little little bean.
0: It's um well it okay. Do you want to know the actual answer? Do you want to know a joke answer? No,
1: <laughs> just okay. like the joke answer. All right, <laughs> I can Google it because <laughs> I know the are real you? answer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well now now I'm curious.
0: Oh, it's it's Leon Leonwood. It's the guy's name. His first name is Leon and his middle name is Leon Wood. Come on. Because because that's the thing about Maine in the nineteen tens, is that's the sort of name you were given. Leon, Leon would bean. Uh, oh, jeez! Little, little, little bean. He's just a small bean.
1: Yeah, that's what I was going for. <laughs> You're a big guy. Yeah, speaking for you, uh, for you. For, but uh, I have no idea how to transition this week. I feel like uh, I'm off my game. I feel like I'm a little bit off. You, you know what? That's
0: okay. Sometimes those are the best episodes. So, yeah, I just it's fine. inside it, well, my brain. And here's the thing about are, things our things are listeners. going
1: all over the place. You I'm just like, order! Oh. order. <laughs> yeah, we don't really want what we think we well. desire.
0: I think I think we can. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, some thoughts about um,
1: ideology and liberalism uh, from, mm. from
0: from from uh, courtesy of one of the Pod Johns. This is the Pod John who's not named John.
1: This is Tommy uh, John.
0: Tommy John. Yeah, Um, not to be confused with their advertiser, Tommy John, but you have Tommy John, uh, Tommy Vitor, um, who made a tweet this week that said, I really don't get people rooting for Quibi's demise. You can dislike Katzenberg if, if you want, but lots of great people work there. They're trying to make good shows. And someone responded and said they avoided unions at every turn, in some cases even trying to get actors to work for free. And Tommy said, then pressure them to treat workers better. But cheering for hundreds of people to lose their jobs is shitty. Which is a remarkable demonstration of like, um, you know, ju- listen, d- don't don't do anything except pressuring them to to treat their workers better. Whatever that means, whatever
1: pressure is, whatever
0: pressuring them to treat their workers better means. Um, Pre- but, but of course, but the
1: pressure. Absolutely. Let's be clear. The pressure absolutely cannot be talking crap on Quibi.
0: Yeah, no. Have- and And let me let me be clear why why that is. It's because. Uh, Tommy has friends who work there and make a lot of money. Um and you're being mean to them. You're, you're doing hurting, divisiveness?
1: You're hurting Tommy's friends.
0: Yeah, um you're do- yeah, um and and so stop doing that. In fact, it's actually illegal to do that. So
1: It's it just I just love it when like these people demonstrate their class solidarity. Right. And then like they can't understand why anybody else would also have class solidarity. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, your friends work, your friends work there. Oh, cool. You know, my friends don't have jobs right now. Um, Right, yeah. (laughs) So. My
0: my friends are not highly paid executive producers or whatever.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, it's just like, yeah, I I love it. It's like they're so, they can't, they can't even see it. You know what I mean? They're just like, people, why are you being mean? Stop being mean. Mm -hmm. and over here i'm just like i have no empathy for it give me a break (laughs) right (laughs) that's my take on it we're at the brand vertical now
0: oh we are at the brand vertical this one's fresh um it came across i think late last night um but the the jm smucker company oh no um, known for their jams, jellies, and butters, um, as well as they also they also bought a whole lot of brands from like formerly P and G because um, P and been. No, Andrew,
1: I have I actually have a ongoing feud with the Smuckers company. Um, oh yeah, do you? Because do they, <clears throat> do they know about it? Well, they will. I'll tell you that okay. much. They're All going right. to oh, man. because because I. All I wanted one day, all I wanted was a hot fudge sundae. Okay. Mm, mm-hmm, now I mm-hmm. don't keep hot fudge on hand because that's dangerous. Okay.
0: Uh-huh. If
1: I could, I would just eat the hot fudge out of the jar itself. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's I don't know what it hot fudge exactly is, but it is. It is cracked to well, me. I believe it is- it's
0: fudge that's been hot, uh, heated.
1: <laughs> it's I don't know, but it's uh, it's amazing, and I, right. I I could eat like a whole bowl of it. So I well, don't. What it is eat is a
0: jali- you know what would be good would be a fudge apple. Let's let's get that mm, out of the
1: way. Let's make that there happen, or just a, a stick with a giant <laughs> glob of fudge. <laughs> just, <up> just, <laughs> I would eat fudge, hot fudge, like Winnie the Pooh eats honey, just all over my hands. <laughs> uh-huh, right. Um. But anyhow, I, I went to get hot fudge and I grabbed the bottle from the store and I got home and I was like, oh, yes, 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 yes. And I went and to get my hot fudge out to mm. to pop that lid off and put it in the microwave for a little bit. And I noticed that it was Smucker's brand um, apple butter. Mm. And the I looked online and the label for their apple butter looks exactly the same as the hot fudge. And somebody had put it. I don't know if it was someone who had stocked the shelf or a customer who like had the apple butter and then saw the hot fudge and was like, "Oh, I'm trading up," mm. <laughs> and just left the other one there. But like, what are you trying to respect to, trick to that
0: person if that is indeed what they did? But uh but I know. feel
1: like they are purposefully trying to trick us. So
0: yeah. Um. So what the, did they the do? Smoker- where did we where
1: were we talking about? <laughs>
0: So the Smucker Company, um, I want to get, this is the thing, the Smucker Company, people know the Smucker's jams, but Smucker owns many more food, food brands than that, um, to the point where it's become a concern for the FTC, um. Because uh, in 2018, they were going to buy the Wesson cooking oil brand, Wesson cooking Uh oil brand, and the FTC uh, nixed that deal because they said that that would have made Smucker control 70% of the market for canola and vegetable oil. Whoa. Which is a, a cool thing that you can do in America. Well, I guess you can't actually do it, but you can try to do it. Um, yeah, so they own they own Smuckers, of course. They own Jif, they own Crisco, they own Hungry Jack, they own uh they own some some pet foods brands. They own Folgers. They own a lot of a lot of brands of things. Um, but they've always been known. I probably, if you're an American, you can visualize the Smuckers the Smuckers logo with the strawberries, um, which of course was a fine logo, very recognizable. Which is why they've decided to toss it out and replace it with a new uh, minimalist modern logo. I hate it um, so much. Which you can see here. Um, it's sort of abstract shapes that vaguely resemble a strawberry. Um, of this course is indiscernible
1: from an Olympics logo. Yeah. Um, like it could just say will, Tokyo 2020 on there.
0: Exactly. I, I think you can agree that the old logo, uh, which has a sans serif font, has a nice sort of charm to it. It's, it's sort it's of classic.
1: Old-timey, yeah.
0: And the new one is sort of modernist and terrible. And I will also put in a tweet here from, uh, th- this was taken from an article about the rebrand. Um, this is one of those things where the designers explain themselves. Um, <laughs> Love it. Uh, so there's a, a, there's a diagram here about, uh, you know, okay, so the red represents the heritage. Um, our familiar strawberry is used to anchor the mark representing our foundation and reminding us where we started from. Wow. Um, Then you have spark, the spark of inspiration that signals our evolution, a pivot point, a conscious commitment to innovative thinking and fresh ideas. Then you have creativity, culture and growth. The organic shapes honor our welcoming culture and our category leading creativity. Their upward progression symbolizes our limitless growth potential. None of this means anything, and what, what the reason this is is because basically the designers draw something and then they have to sort of um, post-rationalize it for the businessy types. So they just uh, you know they just type in they have like a lorem ipsum generator, but with like designy words, and that's what you end up with is um, the spark of inspiration that signals our evolution, our category-leading creativity. I want to be a category leader in creativity. I like to think that we're a category leader in podcasting. I'm not sure what category it is. Um,
1: uh, yeah. This is just the worst. You better leave them. It's the worst. I'm,
0: I'm issuing an official ban on this logo. It's not good. I don't The like
1: brands it. have just gone too far.
0: Yeah, well, and we've talked in the past, uh, a previous episode, which I don't remember the, which one it is off the top of my head, but we've talked about the, the trend of minimalism and how insidious it is and that we don't like it. Because so, things um, can
1: mean nothing in everything. And well, it's and that's just... the thing. You,
0: you look at this original Smucker's logo and the strawberries are very detailed and the leaves are quite detailed, too. And then the next one is just some guitar pick looking colors. <laughs> like, so ugh, stupid. it's so frustrating.
1: It's like make work for somebody's nephew. That's what it feels That's, like. Do you know what I yeah, mean?
0: Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Somebody's nephew has an internship. So, yeah.
1: Well, the brands are also doing something very incredible in Italy. hmm I love, like, old people who say "italy, italy, italy." Right. <laughs> so eataly. is this like,
0: uh, what is this, like, bar- barria, pasta? There, there.
1: <laughs> barria. Hmm. I like a bowl of pasta. <laughs> Yeah. This is um to save its monuments Rome seeks corporate sponsors. So, oh, so
0: like like Disney.
1: So <laughs> Rome has had a severe drop obviously in its economy because it was a tourist economy, you know?
0: Right. Yeah, um, and then you couldn't Ro- go there anymore.
1: Rome is the the two major facets of Rome's economy are tourists and uh catcalling women on the street. And mm. Both of those things with the pandemic, (laughs) they're just, they're just out the, out the window. They're gone. So,
0: um,
1: they, they don't have enough money to maintain their old crumbling marble stuff. Um, Mm. Hmm. I mean, central Rome's, it it says in this article, 1,430 hectares of central Rome are a UNESCO world heritage land. And that's, that takes a lot of money to, to Mm -hmm. keep it up. Um, so, like, the, the Fountain of Neptune in Piazza Navone, Navona is uh, in need of 230,000 euros. That's 270,000 bucks.
0: That's a lot of euros, yeah. For its
1: restoration. You know, the city's looking for 83 million to help maintain the walls. 238 million for some of the park. You know, anyhow, it's needing a lot of money. Right, and yeah. And And uh, that money's
0: not coming in right now.
1: Yeah. And so, you know, what they could do um, is they could, you know, harness all of these people who uh, don't have jobs Mm. and are out of work. Hmm. Hmm. (laughs) Um, No, I think
0: a better idea is to (laughs) allow things uh, like uh, Welcome to the Spanish Steps, sponsored by BBVA. (laughs) We love it. I mean, listen, we got a Spanish bank to sponsor the Spanish steps. Do you get it?
1: Yeah. they're no, So, so I'm,
0: I'm making that up, but it's the, yeah, that's what they're right. So, so basically, be, welcome to the Trevi fountain sponsored by, you know, I don't know, uh, uh HSBC or the, whatever. The
1: leaning tower of pizza brought to you by Pfizer.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> the, <laughs> welcome to the Berea leaning tower of pizza. Welcome to, welcome to the little Caesars leaning tower of pizza,
1: <laughs> pizza, pizza, um, yeah anyhow that's what they're the, going to do the colosseum start- brought to you
0: by american express <laughs>
1: <laughs> they're going to take corporate sponsors for their different things and so they're like basically opening up bids yeah which is great it's going to you're going to go visit rome and it's going to look like a like a nascar mm-hmm. uh vehicle <laughs> <laughs> right. This is like
0: there was a brief period in the 1920s and, and I, uh, the 30s where um, the Eiffel Tower displayed the name of Citroen, the automotive company and big lights on the side of it. And it's going to be as gaudy and ridiculous as that. <laughs> it's just You're just going to have like strung up banners. It's like, yeah, like I just think the answer the Coca-Cola is Coca-Cola Coliseum.
1: We, there's important there's important movements right now to abolish prisons Abolish police, but I think as soon as we get those under control, the next target should be the abolishment of brands.
0: Mm, yeah, just
1: no more brands. I keep thinking about that picture no of no more brands,
0: no more billboards. That that picture of the Cuban grocery
1: dark. store, where yeah. that that like conservatives love to share and be like, "Is this the future that you socialists want?" And it's just a fully stocked store that's got one brand of everything. And it's, yeah, like, it's
0: like, it's like, there's like one brand of vegetable oil and I'm like, that's fine. Vegetable oil. I don't particularly care about the slight differences in brands of vegetable oil. Or just,
1: whatever. I want good vegetable oil. If all the vegetable oil is good, I only have this option. I'm fine. I don't have to think about it. Yeah, Like, Le- oh, oh let me spend an extra
0: $2 on the Crisco brand of vegetable oil. <laughs> just How like, is it better? It's not, but you know. Consumers' mindset
1: wise. is just like it's like a mental disease. It's so bad. Yeah. It's so yeah. bad. Speaking of redesigns, um, why don't you click on this link here, Andrew? This is from the Los here, Angeles yeah. Times.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Um, L.A. Meet your new streetlight. The winning design hmm. marks the first revamp since the 1950s. So, um, Los Angeles is in need of now- new streetlight design I, and I, this is i it. fear
0: that you put this in here not knowing that i have strong opinions about streetlights
1: <laughs> i don't i i did not know i mean i it seems like something now that you say it i should have known <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now
0: that now that i say that you're like yeah no i can see that for sure yeah <laughs> well, so here's the thing about streetlights is that um they caught a lot cause a lot of light pollution because they tend to be poorly designed
1: the, yeah
0: It's sort of a balance. Obviously, you want lit streets. Lit streets statistically are safer. um, But you don't want to send a lot of light into space or the sky. Yeah. um, Because that's bad. So you have to compromise with your design. Ideally, you want the light to go down, uh, you know, and then only be reflected off the ground because then a lot of it, you know, doesn't get reflected rather than, you know, some very bad street lamp designs where it allows it to go in every direction, including up. Um, Right. I'm looking like a, at this like, design here like a here. design
1: that's just a sphere of light. Yeah,
0: right. Yeah, I'm looking at this design here where it is a sphere of light but like the upper half is covered and I think that that is
1: I mean it's better, better than
0: I think it's better but it's not very good. I still think light pollution wise this is not going to be super
1: well, great. Well, so the first picture on the page Andrew is just the what the light would be closer to the pedestrians. Look scroll oh, down okay. and you can well, see you know, the full Okay. Yeah, that's a
0: better right. That's a, okay. So that's that's pretty much entirely downward facing. There is some side light leakage that you're gonna get from that. Um, yeah. But I think that's probably decent. I think that's yeah. That's probably all right. Um, it says their street light here is it equipped to accommodate a smart city future. Um, which which we <laughs> whatever <love>. that means. <laughs> yeah. We just yeah. We I listen. We love the smart cities, folks. <laughs> <laughs> um, that includes mobile and solar technology, air quality and traffic monitors, sensors allowing it to dim up or down, EV chargers and LED lighting at the very top that can change colors to announce an emergency or to simply create a mood. Um, I think what this means Love is to that they've a equipped, mood. They, they've equipped these streetlights with the ability to eventually string up CCTV cameras is, is what they're saying. Um, yeah, that's you what you a traffic down monitor further, You can anyway. see a,
1: you can see a variation, um, which has seats, you can add seats, you can add an umbrella, you can add an EV charger, you can add a little camera thing at the top. Adding EV Um, charging
0: is interesting, but I'm afraid that by building in the capability to do that, rather than just building them in, they're assuring that that won't actually happen. Because... Here's the thing, you know, it's going to be enough of an issue to put these lights up and it says they're not going to start putting them up until 2021. They're not going to come back a few years later and install EV chargers like that's just I mean, this is infrastructure and we don't do infrastructure in this country very well. The thing that Um, I don't
1: get is what's this loop? Why? Why the loop? Yeah, there's a
0: little there's a little curly Q um, thing. And yeah, I, I you know, it's, it's, it appears to just be an affectation, although maybe you'll be able to hang, I don't know, banners
1: off of it or something, but so. there's only one of them. So like, how does it, what, why? Well, yeah, what? I guess
0: you have to come and attach a, a second one later on.
1: I don't know. I don't like the loop. I think it looks weird. I they do have this other thing. So you've got like the, in
0: this, um, what is this? The second picture of the street lamp here. So you got the light itself, which is a nice bright white light, but then there's like a second little light bar, led light bar. And of course that will be very bad for light pollution because it's the whole point of it is to just create ambiance light, which is, you know, I mean, yeah, it's just like a strip go to those. You could go to that alleyway in Las Vegas that has like the light tunnel or whatever and like, yeah, it's neat. But also like, wouldn't it be nice to see the stars in the middle of the city sometimes?
1: (laughs) Maybe. Wouldn't it be nice to remember that you live on a planet?
0: Yeah. Um. (laughs) <laughs> so yeah, maybe if we can yeah, I'm I'm against light pollution in general. So this is a yeah, mixed I'm not a bag, big fan of it.
1: You know, I live somewhere where there's actually like certain ordinances about it because uh, we have like a small observatory in my town. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, that must
0: yeah. So your street lights must be like pretty flat and sort of downward if you have street lamps anyway. Yeah,
1: we have very few street lamps, but um, yeah, what we do yeah, they're kind of they're not super bright and. Uh, -hmm. Yeah, you can see the stars at night. It's it's gotten worse, obviously, as more people have moved here. But um, right, yeah. Now my my uh, uh,
0: area, we have street lamps that resemble like old gas lamps. So they do just. I mean, it's like there's not really any shrouding over the top of them. So you know, it's great. We love it. (laughs) <laughs> i i kind of want to go and knock each they're and every just one of them shooting
1: down. light directly into the air which is right not yeah the they're point just spotlights
0: there. right up into the sky
1: <laughs> oh uh,
0: speaking of shooting things right up into the sky um, <laughs> you've heard i'm sure of these these carbon neutrality pledges mm. there's been a lot of them at this point and it's been interesting to see that they've sort of coalesced around a particular target year Um, And the reason I bring this up now is because there's been the latest one is from my state. Um, My governor has signed an executive order to make the state become carbon neutral by 2050.
1: This Um, is like, you know, that you know, that that stupid saying that you're going to see on some twee little inspirational poster like shoot for the moon because you just might hit it. But if you miss,
0: you still go so far land among the stars.
1: But like this is like aim for behind you
0: right yeah (laughs) um there's no time to waste when it comes to flight fighting climate change the governor said we've got to act now which is why we will be putting an executive order that makes us not have to act until 2050 um yeah by now
1: we mean 30 years
0: Right. I tweeted about this. And the thing is 2050 is far, far too late um, based too on everything late. we know. And the reason that is because that we're saying 2050 is because 2050 is sufficiently far away that we don't have to do anything about it right now. Yeah. You just say, oh, we're going to do that in 2050. You know, uh, we'll do that. You know, I don't know. Well, this is why we'll voting is important,
1: Andrew. You got to vote. <laughs> you got to vote Democrats into office so that they can. Oh, wait. is.
0: Oh, wait. Yeah. My governor is a Democrat. Oh, yeah. wow. That's um, weird. Yeah, so these carbon neutrality pledges—I mean, they're just—it's increasingly that it's just, uh, well, basically virtue signaling to use an, a, the actual correct usage of the phrase because yeah. you aren't actually doing anything. You just say, "Oh, by 2050, we'll be carbon neutral." And I want to be clear that by 2050, we need to be like carbon not at all or carbon. This like
1: imagining—I'm imagining a politician like walking on stage at like the at like some rally, and they're like, "Folks, we need the environment." To be good, right. <laughs> like they—they <laughs> they like make this big show come about on, caring about the environment, but like, uh, yeah. we're all gonna Just clap to for that. that, you stupid bastard. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's what they want. That's come what on, they want. Man. Yeah, uh, you know, here's the thing: we need to be like carbon negative in like <laughs> ten years. We can't be carbon neutral by then, and we definitely can't be carbon neutral by 2050. You know, this is the thing: is like, I think. Uh, well, let me look because my utility has has made a a, a, a similar pledge, uh, and I believe theirs is even less ambitious. Let me see if I can find. We it should real just fast start here.
1: making pledges all the time. Like,
0: that's true. We should. Yeah, absolutely. I'm. Yeah. Um. We love it. We love to make pledges. Um, I pledge to be carbon neutral by 2050. Why not?
1: I myself will be also be carbon neutral by 2051. Yeah.
0: You know what? I'll be carbon neutral by 2048. How about that?
1: Wow. 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 Yeah.
0: Um, I'm sorry. I'm still just looking for this here. They've hidden it. Um, oh, yeah. Um, my, my electric utility would like to get to net zero carbon emissions by 2050. So, yeah, also very good good work Um,
1: good work everybody good work
0: yeah they're they're aiming for a 32 percent reduction in carbon emissions in the next uh three years so
1: well you know california is gonna help you andrew because you know um you are you are the motor city here michigan is the car the car state Um, right yeah and all those vehicles that you manufacture are gonna have to be electric um Hmm. Because California is ready to pull the plug on gas vehicles. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Stupidest headline. (laughs) Yeah, I
0: I don't know who thought of this headline, but it's California is ready to pull the plug on gas vehicles. That's not.
1: There's no plug for gas. Yeah. You know what I Unless they were thinking human. of like a bathtub
0: plug, but like no, that doesn't make like any a, sense either. This is
1: like an alien who's like, Yes, human, when I go to the to the petroleum station, I also enjoy to plug my car into the the, the gas pul- plug. Mm-hmm. Like- <laughs> oh boy. Yeah.
0: Good Lord, what Ca- is happening in
1: there? What's happening is California is going to ban the sale of new gasoline-powered passenger cars and trucks in 15 years through an executive by, order, by which will a- absolutely stand and go unchallenged, and this is definitely going to happen.
0: Yeah. Oh, whoops. Trump already said that they won't stand for it, apparently, whatever that <laughs> means. But um,
1: yeah. Well, he's not going to stand for it. You know you I know what that means. I mean obviously we need to get
0: off of of gas cars pro- probably sooner um, yeah. than 2035 but of course there is the thing that like I mean they're going to they're going to ban the sale of new gas powered cars I guess they're not going to ban they're
1: not going to ban this
0: is well this is a, a sort of a, a a good thing and a bad thing they're not going to ban existing gas powered vehicles which on the one hand is good because it means that poor folks will not be forced to go and buy an expensive vehicle but on the other hand Um, folks driving around like a 1977, like Chrysler that's belching out black smoke are also not going to be stopped from driving those vehicles. Um, you know, I don't know. I guess the way that I would seek to do this is that I would say that you should phase out older vehicles first and say, if you have a vehicle above or, you know, older than 25 years, uh, you're not allowed to drive it anymore. Um, you know and you have to go get something more cuz that's the thing is new new gas vehicles are way less polluting uh, than than old gas vehicles and so uh you're going to yeah. discontinue the sale of the the most efficient gas vehicles we have ever made admittedly they yes they still burn gas but you know i don't know
1: the yeah that good feels this
0: feels very um Poorly thought out. I mean, In like he literally just signed an executive order. That's like, we're banning gas cars. And well, it's like like, well, like, like, I feel like this is more complicated. Like, I don't know.
1: Like Gretchen Gitmer's, uh, thing. It's mm-hmm. just virtue ceiling is signaling. That's, I mean, it's a little bit better,
0: <laughs> right? Yeah.
1: But it is still kind of like just a virtue signal. And you know that because, um, governor Newsom has, uh, been a very bad boy. Oh, uh-oh. um, and uh, environmentalists are actually suing him
0: around here mm.
1: over oil and gas drilling permits. So, like, one of the things he oh, ran cool. on was that he was going to stop fracking in California. Like, right? And he hasn't. He's issued fifty <laughs> permits already.
0: Oh, cool. Yeah. So, so what you do is on Tuesday you come out and say we're banning gas cars, and then on Wednesday you sign permits for more fracking. Yeah. That, yeah. It. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs>
1: so so and his thing is like oh but these happen through the legal process oh good yeah no great yeah we love listen
0: yeah um i love (laughs) things that happen through legal processes
1: but it's just like the such a liberal thing where it's like you so you've but in effect you've done nothing like you know what i mean in effect nothing has changed um Mm -hmm. And you can also see that uh, California oil companies have been basically in this article from the Desert Sun. I mean, I can't go over the whole thing. It's it's a huge ProPublica Desert Sun collaboration. But uh, oil companies have basically been oopsie doopsie. I created an oil spill, and then oh, cool, yeah. And then they harvest the oil from the oil spill, so it doesn't count okay. as an oil well. <laughs> Hmm. so it's hmm. like free money
0: <laughs> so you just spill oil into the literal desert here
1: yeah look at the pictures of this it's like yeah it's like rivers you, you and dump, streams you dump oil, oil into
0: the into the like the uh the path of an arroyo that's that's dried up at the moment and then you're like oh look at this oil that's cool we can we can uh you know uh uh put it in barrels how how neat
1: Yeah, it's it's spilling approximately (laughs) spilling approximately fifteen thousand to twenty three thousand gallons of fluid a day in February when they started they they measured. Yeah,
0: great. I I love to just I love to just pump oil directly onto the desert floor. (laughs) (laughs) I see no issues here. It's just
1: uh, I mean, uh, this it's a whole thing. We can't really go into it, but it is it is just really insane that California, you know, the the environmental liberal, you know, antifa uh run state is yeah. um No, it's just like look at these pictures. It's well like that's a, why
0: it's important to vote Democrat.
1: <laughs> well this to is to why you this need sort to vote. <laughs> This is why we need to get out there and vote I don't, for the I Democrats. I want to be clear: to we're not
0: this. saying that voting is useless. We're just saying that, like, voting for a particular party is not going to automatically solve a bunch of issues. No,
1: I mean, I'm saying it's useless. I'm saying, okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm, what I'm saying is like uh, for you. That, that. That like, it's a thing to do, but it does not. It's it's not addressing the problem that you're trying right, to yeah. fix. You it,
0: can't <laughs> listen. Don't boo vote. Uh, and then also do a bunch of other things, but you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, do Here's what lot. I'm going to
0: do. Fill out my ballot and then not think about politics for another four years.
1: Well, and the, the thing about the runoff from this oil, it's like it's like getting into the farmlands, it's getting into the water system yeah, of that, course. that agriculture uses, and it's like yeah. stunting the growth of everything. I mean, it's just, it's so uh, I don't know about but you, but
0: it, I love uh, almonds that are coated in crude oil. Yeah, but it's not That's happening in favorite. LA. You know what I like? I like an I like a crude oil apple. I love to just dip it in there.
1: <laughs> that's what we should do. We should sell, we should sell mm, crude oil apples. Yeah. You know what? That's not going to stick to the paper. That's no, for well, sure.
0: No, that's, yeah, that's true. It'll come right out.
1: <laughs> the thing is, it's like, since this stuff is happening in the Central Valley, it's mm-hmm. not happening and in the desert and stuff. It's happening it's out not, of sight an, f- from all the rich liberals in the state. Right, who are either who, in the Bay Area or Who SoCal. can feel self-righteous. But Here's the, the thing, thing you
0: start spilling oil over the over the uh, the vineyards in Napa Valley, you'll get attention real quick, but that's oh not yeah. what's happening.
1: Oh yeah. Um well, what's funny is like you can see a direct you can see an example of that in the fires. Like mm. oh, these wildfires are too, they're crazy because they're they're doing um smoke taint to uh, all of our wine grapes.
0: Oh, so yeah. So th-
1: this is a, now this is important. Um right in fact this uh article that i've shared here from the los angeles times california has poor air quality now clean air is a luxury item so like yeah um it's just read. like our
0: episode image from last week it's talking uh, about this Spaceballs. guy
1: <laughs> who's like a home builder like he's a flipper you know and he like renovates mm-hmm, homes and mm-hmm. sells them for a, a profit Um, put in this like really nice air ventilation system. Let me read just from this article. He had installed a state-of-the-art ventilation system for energy efficiency, but it also kept fresh air, filtered air moving through the building. Something clicked. My late wife looked at me and said, truly the greatest luxury in life is your health. The house sold for more than $13 million, and he began marketing air as a health and wellness amenity, the same way builders of yore pitched hot tubs in some gyms. He was early, but the world is catching up. Increasingly, the atmosphere is palpably dangerous. California is burning through the grand finale of its worst fire decade on record, with smoke clouds choking most of the state for much of the last month. The next decade is likely to be worse as climate change steadily cooks the West Coast. A deadly pandemic is lingering in the air, keeping people cooped up at home or anxiously thinking about aerosols and airflow whenever they venture outdoors. For buyers at the upper reaches of the real estate market... Peace of mind can be purchased in the form of deluxe air filtration systems that keep the world at bay. So rich people are literally <laughs> moving yeah, houses. Yeah, I'm installing a and, system
0: that uh, turns my entire house into a clean room.
1: But not even that. They're not installing systems. They're just buying a new house because, right. because the house has the good air.
0: hmm Yeah. So,
1: <laughs> so, like, the We're real estate market. we just going to live under domes. <laughs> but this is only for the rich people like right
0: yeah the rich people have domes of pure clean air and the rest of us will just be coughing through like uh brown, the rest of us the rest of smoke. us
1: eloy just like yeah <laughs> living underground or something uh, right. uh. if only there was like an example from the past of like what we could do to like help solve problems i saw yeah. come on man th- sadly I there saw is not this I saw this thing uh, recently. I learned about you. You did you see this a firebreak called the Ponderosa Way? Do you know about this? Oh,
0: so there isn't it? Hmm. Hmm. So you're <laughs> saying we should learn from history?
1: Yeah, and hmm. it didn't take any like super fancy science or anything. It just took like no, a social it, program.
0: Yeah, it took sixteen thousand men. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, it, the, the, tell me about this. Yes. The, CCC, the Ponderosa Way.
1: The 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 CCCP minus the P, um, uh, the, well, <laughs> the civilian, conser- is pretty good. <laughs> the civilian conservation Corps, which was, you know, started under president Roosevelt, um, basically built a fire. I didn't, I didn't know about this. It built a fire break going basically all the way up the Sierra Nevadas uh, across California, mm-hmm. North to South. um, I'm trying to get what the how it long is called
0: it was the uh, the Ponderosa Way?
1: The Ponderosa Way. Ponderosa. How long Way. was it? It's like freaking like 800 miles or something crazy. Right. Like I that. mean, it's
0: yeah. It's basically like the length of California if I re- <laughs> recall the map correctly. So but it's this, yeah,
1: this giant firebreak, um, and and like this was it gave people a job now like there's problems with the civilian conservation corps there's there's you know there's issues with new deal stuff right um yeah but this is an option. But a lot of our infrastructure dates to that time, <laughs> <laughs> when we actually did things because we, right. we because because we actually believed that a government could do things, and we right. didn't just rely on um here's money, pe- private companies please do something for us. And they're like, yes, I will take your money and then do nothing. Yeah, it's like, like no, we're
0: gonna we're gonna get sixteen thousand men out there building bridges, cutting trail, uh you know chopping down trees, things like that.
1: Building dams, doing, I mean, like so much infrastructure work. And I think I've said this on the show before, but I just remember like when I was in Oklahoma and I'd be going through these like towns that were like Dust Bowl towns. And, you mm-hmm. know, part of mm-hmm. their revitalization um, under FDR was they, they were building infrastructure. And you would see these like amazing sidewalks and steps and post offices and things that were built from that time. Mm hmm they were so incredibly well built. (laughs) Yeah. Like it was just astounding. And, and you know, it it really, it really made a, put a dent in, in my brain. Like I I always think about that. So like Mm -hmm. there are solutions to things. They don't have to be super complicated. They don't have to be these neoliberal crazy policies. Like it can just be just once you get past the roadblock of thinking that it's like not okay for uh, the government to do like an actual social program. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Not to actually just yeah you you have pay to kick workers. Reagan out of your mind, yeah, once you do that, I mean, we can actually solve problems, and I don't know, I think that's like a good thing to think about when we think about these stupid mm-hmm. climate mm-hmm. change things. It's like instead of making a pledge, maybe why don't you just like actually do something, you know, yeah, start
0: a project, <laughs> cut <Yeah>. some trail,
1: <laughs> <laughs> go cut some trail, Gretchen Whitmer <laughs> um, we've got, now it's time for an ad. Speaking of solving
0: uh, problems, the problem of uh, hunger.
1: <coughs> the problem of what? The problem of hunger. Problem of the, hunger. Sometimes you want a snack. <coughs> that's going to be a phrase that's in my head. Problem of hunger.
0: The problem of hunger.
1: Freedom to breathe. Freedom. Uh, Importance <laughs> of breathing. Importance <laughs> of breathing. Um, This week, I, they actually sent me, a, our sponsor, they sent me a, a sample. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, this week, I feel like Leo Laporte eating snacks on air. Mm. Um this is this is a cheese it brand crackers.
0: Oh very yeah. good yeah. yeah
1: from the now fine you have a Kellogg choice family. of
0: cheese crackers here in, in the US of A in the As a-, 2020. a consumer, yeah. Um of course the correct choice is cheez It brand crackers. I don't want to hear from any of you cheese nip people. You people are weird, I don't like it.
1: Cheese nips are just gross. They don't taste yeah. right, they're wrong. No.
0: We yeah, cheez it's only.
1: Yeah, they don't give us any ad copy, they just wanted our, our testimonial. Um,
0: yeah, and you were—I believe you had breakfast. Uh, uh, cheez-its were my breakfast. Did you breakfast. pour them to a bowl into a bowl and eat it with with no. uh, spoon like it's no. cereal? Or?
1: <laughs> I could, okay. I could. It's a it's a meal replacement. That's true. I'm yeah. eating them right now. Here we go. This is what okay. happens before the show that you don't get to hear, but ah. we'll
0: give you a little. Yeah, it's good. They're, yeah, they're just the right just amount lab. of crunch. Mm-hmm.
1: They're salty, but they're tangy.
0: Exactly. That's there's what you want. There's everything you want. Everything you want in a snack, really. Right. Yeah. Give you that boost to get you through, she- uh, cheese, uh, in cheese our and case, a crackers. podcast.
1: That's all. I don't know where this ad is. I That's mean, it. this ad That's, That's it. it. That's get it. some Cheez-Its, folks. Eat, eat Cheez-Its.
0: Uh, uh, what Cheez-Its. Cheez-Its when- for you. <laughs> 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 we decided we were going to change the world, and we did. Hmm. <laughs> Um, i'm I'm picking up the family size box of cheese it's like
1: you're a big guy (laughs) the we now we didn't want to end on a doom note like we've like yeah i don't
0: i don't know if people people have sort of realized this because it's a thing that we consciously think about but we do plan the show to try and make it so that there is an equal amount of stuff that makes you mad and stuff that makes you happy and so we've saved the best for last this time you you had put this into the show notes and you put it in with a note that said, "You know, maybe this is just an Aaron thing," um, but it turns out I had also been thinking about this exact same sort of topic this week. Uh, so We're we just arrived so at this in independently. Yeah.
1: <laughs> We're on and the same is, wavelength.
0: It is the glorious days of catalogs, receiving oh. receiving catalogs in the mail. Remember and when catalogs? Say, a, a good fall evening activity is just perusing the latest LL Bean catalog. Ooh, Picking out fleeces.
1: So much fleece.
0: So much fleece, so many slippers, lots of lots of jeans. I flannels feel like even.
1: So much of my formative years were spent reading catalogs. And yeah. like there was so many well, of them. Well, that's how, I mean, what, you couldn't, I mean, it's
0: not like you could go on the internet and look at catalogs. You could try, but they weren't very good, you No,
1: know? no. You couldn't, you couldn't get onto your prodigy. You could not
0: partake of electronic commerce at
1: that time. <laughs> so I thought about this because I just, I, I ordered, um, this is like the one catalog I get every year for sure. Mm. Um, it is the Baker Creek Whole Seed Catalog. Mm. Um. And it is um it is really cool. It's like a catalog of the Baker Creek Seed Company, but it mm-hmm. it's also like a magazine. Like it's full color. It's like about an inch thick, yeah, uh, if yeah. not more. Um, and it's got like little articles and stories and like lots of cool information in there. Um, mm-hmm. it's beautiful. It's like a, just a fun thing. It's like a tradition every year to get the like I pay for this catalog. That's how good it is. Right.
0: Um, Interesting. yeah.
1: Yeah. So the Baker Creek whole seed. if you're interested in seeds and farming and growing gardening, stuff like that, mm-hmm. get the Baker Creek seed. But then I was like, man, I kind of missed, like, I wish I had more catalogs. And then I was thinking like, what were the catalogs that I used to read? And one of the, I like, I used to, I never got Schwans. you know, Schwans like delivery service. Like they have their, their Schwann trucks that look very uh-huh. particular. The frozen food. Do they have that where you're from?
0: Um, I've seen I used to see it a lot more in the 90s, but I do yeah. still occasionally see the uh, the truck
1: The I used to. I used to just read the Schwans catalog. We never once bought Schwans because I right, was like, just look, at like, it, you'd be
0: like, mm, I want was with, some ice cream sandwiches.
1: Yeah, that was for people who had money, you know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Food delivered to you. What is this? You got one here. What's this? I don't. I don't. Oh,
0: Camp think- Campmore is one that we had. Campmore. It was a very fast... because it was a small format catalog, so it wasn't like a full page thing. It was like a. It was like a little, a little, little boy catalog. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing about it was, it was all. It was like newsprint, and all the illustrations were hand drawn. Oh. So it was like you'd you'd look through and it was like camping stuff, like tents or whatever. But it was like rather than a picture of the tent, it was like someone had drawn out very photorealistically what the tent looked like. And this is they apparently don't make this catalog anymore, but it was it was tremendous.
1: I love that. I used to um, my grandma and grandpa uh, had a set of old they had a bunch of old stuff. I'm going to put a
0: link because you you have to. This is just so good. I'm I, I really am super
1: here. into this kind of line art stuff. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. See, this employed people, too. You think about it. Right. This yeah. is, this art. This is art. This is art. This is, this is beautiful. Oh, yeah. that's so great. Big Five used to be like that, too. Same kind of a situation. Mm-hmm. Um, Like the old Sears catalogs. They had a stack of old Sears catalogs which is like the OG of this Sears Roebuck company. Right, yeah,
0: mail order, yeah.
1: And they had just like tons of this beautiful line art illustrations for everything. like, And it was all stuff that was so foreign to me, you know, like a whalebone corset or <laughs> mm-hmm, just like mm-hmm. weird right, yeah. <laughs> home implements that's like, I don't even know what this is for, but I loved looking at those. Um, The other one, speaking of camping, was Cabela's. You ever read, okay, a, yeah. read a Cabela's?
0: I don't think I've ever seen a Cabela's catalog. Though.
1: It's like Bass Pro Shop. I think they merged at some point. But it was uh, like. Uh,
0: yeah, I think they're still separate. But yeah, I mean, they've there's been a consolidation in that area. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, the, and the, like, I loved just looking at every single fishing lure and dreaming about what I would fish with that lure and all these camping things that I loved that they always had a um like a toilet that you could hook to the side of your truck. You know, mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. not like a toilet. It was just like a toilet seat which i was i always found fascinating like you just you just like take a dump near your campsite and it just is there like
0: right yeah it's just yeah mm-hmm.
1: just sitting there by your car okay yeah um What else was there? Okay, the the Oriental Trading Company. Did you ever read that one?
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. We used to we used to purchase a vast quantities of glow sticks from them for for use at Halloween.
1: You like order everything by the gross. Oriental Trading Company
0: was weird because they sold, frankly, just junk. Just like (laughs)
1: like Chinese finger traps.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it was like party supplies, right? So it's just like a bunch of like toys and like, you know, party favors and things. Like not stuff that you're going to use for more than like 15 minutes. It was just a bunch of, you know, it was basically like a catalog for like the Party City or whatever kind of thing
1: just cheaply so, made yeah, little I mean, like had, party trinkets and stuff too
0: yeah but they had a vast variety of glow sticks that we would uh always partake of um you know you had nice. the the solid glow sticks you had the kind that you could like uh you know like uh bend and put around your neck as a necklace or something stuff like that there's a, that, yeah and you can, I mean, get, you you can know, get a bulk glow assortment 150 pieces for 41.59. that's a steal geez. as you say they come by the gross 129 yeah. for 600 glow sticks
1: hmm that's a
0: that's enough glow sticks to probably put your eyes out if you that's light like them a, up all at that's once that's like a
1: lifetime <laughs> supply of glow sticks you could be <laughs> in glow sticks for your whole life <laughs> yeah. with one purchase oh um my. there's gurneys they had like a seed catalog but like the size of it it was like mm. the size of a newspaper <laughs> mm-hmm. so it always made you feel very distinguished reading theirs um the recycle do you know the recycler was that a thing no, I'm not familiar up? with that one, I'm afraid. Um, it's like ooh, it's a classified ads. Okay, yeah. But it was like a magazine of classified ads. It was super super thick. And it was like printed on like newsprint and it was black in black and white, but it was like reading, reading all the classified, like reading the want ads in the recycler was the funniest thing for me as a kid, Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. just reading the, the poor lonely, because mostly what people would do, it's like, it was like the early auto trader, right? It's like people would sell their cars or stuff. I sold, I would sell and buy video games off of there. Hmm. So like I would buy a Nintendo game and I would play it enough times. And I'd be like, all right, I'm done with this. And then I would sell it and recoup some of my costs so that I could move that forward to buying new games. That was, mm. I was like a real hustler as a kid. And right.
0: Yeah. You know, listen, you if you had kept up with that, you could have go on to be someone like Gary V.
1: Yeah. Gary V would have been really proud of early me. And then I just, I don't yeah. know. I lost my way. Um, <laughs> the Sierra online catalog was always one of my favorites. Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. You know, with computer games.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: They'd have like they have like a lot of like little interviews with uh, people at the company and stuff. That was right.
0: I remember like the Toys R Us catalog. Oh
1: yeah, that would like come out especially around
0: the holidays. Right. Yeah. Exactly. You would get you would get the catalog, but then you would also get the big thick like Sunday inserts starting on Thanksgiving for the Mm. the, in the sunday newspaper for all the all the stores you know the
1: my favorite thing on the holidays was i would and one year my family got realizing that you were poor you know like you you didn't realize some things at the time but like for christmas i got the electronic gaming Monthly's uh thick holiday edition Mm. which is like again like an inch thick and it was mostly like ads like it was like a catalog more than like a a magazine Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I always love that. The Johnson, the Johnson Smith's catalog of things you never knew existed. Have you heard of that? No, I haven't, this but is, I've ha- I've heard is, of a similar thing. This is like if Spencer's Gifts was a catalog.
0: Mm. Interesting. And uh yeah.
1: Middle Schooler Me loved this.
0: <laughs> hmm. Hmm.
1: Good catalog. Yeah. Have, You've got have one you here? heard
0: in the same vein. Have you heard of Hummocker Schlemmer?
1: I've only heard of it in the office where Dwight talks about trying to sell his, um, his burger maker that turns a pony into burgers. Interesting, yeah. Um, and who he's that pitched would be, it to?
0: That would be a Homaker Schlemmer product because they they have a bunch of interesting things. So it's the same sort of thing. You can think of Homaker Schlemmer as sort of like like the sharper image or Brookstone in in catalog form, okay. or even like Sky Mall. Like if you go to their website, none of their products are branded, but they're all they all have a name that's like the and then the thing it is the best weather station, the world's smallest quadcopter, the cordless Apple device wireless charger, the offline password vault. Like, it's very strange sort of, um, there's like a gravitas to all their products, which is totally bizarre because it doesn't match with the fact that they're all pieces of junk that are overpriced. (laughs) I love this. You're seriously, you're going to, listen, you're going to pay a hundred dollars for a seven device charging station. You're going to pay $180 for a wireless charger for your Apple products. Like, come on.
1: 16 foot glowing inflatable jack-o'-lantern for $300. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Now, you you put this on here. I have very fond memories of it as well. The Lego catalog. The
1: Lego catalog. I
0: always wanted, uh, and I feel that this is slightly problematic now, but I always wanted the, uh, the police station because it was so big.
1: Yes. It was really
0: big. And yeah. I never had a big Lego set, right? Because they were like $100. And my parents were like, $100 for Legos? <laughs> so that never happened, unfortunately. But,
1: I, one uh, year for my birthday, I was so, man, uh, this was amazing. I got the Lego pirate ship. Mm-hmm. That was the oh, biggest thing I got. Wow. But that was big. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, then, of course, we have um, things that some I have still dealt with in recent years. Parts catalogs, which, and um, sort of. In the same vein as like seed catalogs, we had these um, in college. We had parts catalogs. You could get the McMaster Car Company would send you their catalog, which is you can see here this picture. These are big, thick boys. Um, And you could even get one that was in a three ring binder because it was so thick. But. These what are I would the like you, you to do is go to your Aaron. mechanic
1: and they're like, oh, yeah, let me look Yeah, they're like, let
0: me just check through here. What I would like you to do, Aaron, is go to McMaster.com because, again, this catalog was hand illustrated and their website remains hand illustrated.
1: Their website is hand. Oh, their website.
0: If you go to McMaster.com, you will see their product listings and all of these things are black and white hand illustrations of like tools. <sighs> This is I mean, awesome. this is the thing. You can scroll down all the way down here to the bottom where they've got like office supplies and there's like a hand-drawn dryer and paper towel dispenser and soap dispenser. It's terrific. I, I love this so much. Oh, man. It's perfect. This is awesome. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Ooh, stools and seats. Ooh. Yeah. So th- yeah. I mean, oh. you can
0: truly, like, listen, if you need any hoses or like tapes of any kind, this is where you Andrew, get it from.
1: Andrew, how was I sleeping on this?
0: I don't know. I don't this know. This is
1: incredible
0: it's truly great yeah (laughs) i like it and of course you had mauser which is an electronics company they had their whole catalog as well so it's just like you know listings of all the different kinds of diodes that you could buy interspersed with like little product segments of like here's our new chip that does a thing and you're like neat i don't need that i just need to see which product number my resistor is
1: (laughs) oh but i love it oh man service merchandise what's so
0: this is what i was thinking about this week there used to be a store um which went defunct in the early 2000s it was called service merchandise which is a very strange name for a retail store because it doesn't tell you anything about it but it was um what is technically known as a catalog showroom so what this means is that they didn't really have like things on shelves that you could like go and pick up and take to the register. Instead, oh. it was like a showroom. And I remember this because I remember this as a very young kid, but it's burned in my brain. Their whole showroom seemed very fancy because everything was on glass shelves. So it seemed very fragile. Right. And there was just like yeah. one of everything on a glass shelf and you would get it. You would look at it and then you would pull a little card and you would take it to the center of the store. And at the center of the store, there's a conveyor belt from the upper floor, which is where their stock room was. And they would someone up in the upper floor would put your thing on the conveyor belt and it would come down and then you would take it to the register. Oh, that's so cool. And this is this is the thing. If we had one of these stores now where I could go and get something like order it online and pick it up off of a conveyor belt instead of having to wait two to five days for it to be shipped to me, I would do that. So. I don't know. Maybe we should buy the intellectual property of this store and reopen it
1: because yeah. we might have
0: something here.
1: Yeah, I, th- th- I've I've heard about things like this, and the idea of this always seemed like so smart because you could you could optimize the way you're storing the stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, shoppers don't have to carry around baskets and yeah. and things like that. It's like they even mixed- experimented
0: with drive-through windows in the 1980s, which is basically like what we have to do now with curbside pickup. <laughs> Just imagine you call in, you order a coffee maker, and then you go and pick it up,
1: and they hand it to you out the window. Look, here's your here's your Kehrig, sir. Drive through went drive through pickup. Oh yeah. my gosh, I would love that so much. Don't don't make yeah. me get out of the car. One of the- their, their
0: if you look up their commercials on YouTube, they're wonderful time capsules of like the early nineties.
1: Man, I'm, I'm so into this. Well, send us if you guys if if we've overlooked a an important catalog. I want to hear your catalog memories. Yeah. Um Because because listen, th- we
0: didn't have Twitter, so the thing you had to infinitely scroll through was the catalog. Am <laughs> yeah. I right, folks?
1: Yeah. <laughs> All right, no, I'm just do. looking now
0: here. The, I mean, there's just a bunch of service merchandise ads on YouTube, and here's one that's advertising an AT&T cordless telephone for $1, 1992 from 1990. We love it. I, I, oh, yeah. Listen, I'm going to the service merchandise to buy us one of those newfangled cordless telephones. I'll be back later.
1: <laughs> oh, boy.
0: Yeah, make sure the roast is on the table when I get back. <laughs>
1: Man, things were good. There's so,
0: there's 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 remember, videos Andrew, here of people Remember
1: when things were good? Remember oh. things used to be good.
0: There's videos here of someone reading through the Service Merchandise 1978 to 1979 catalog. And I'm going to have to I'm adding this to my watch later cuz I'm going to have to watch this later. Oh. I want to see what they were selling in 1979. It appears to be lots of alarm clocks.
1: I have no idea what I'm doing. I was not prepared for this. I'm trying and I'm learning. Thank you for your patience. There's so many mistakes I have already made, but I'm working to be better day by day. And I think I'm gonna make it, but for now I'll say, I have no idea what I'm doing. I have no idea what I'm doing.